Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. I hope you had a great weekend, everybody. I'm tired. Started early yesterday, went late last night, had uh, games on Saturday as well. Started early, went late. I'm not complaining, just describing how hard we work every single weekend. Uh, As we always do on Monday, best and worst of the weekend, what you saw that you liked, you didn't like. We'll recap everything that happened over the weekend. Rams-Packers, that'll be coming up tonight. Thank God that Baker Mayfield is playing in this game. <laughs> it just spices it up just a little bit there. With the Rams, I have no idea what to expect. But I do wonder this about Sean McVay. There's been a lot of talk. You know, He nearly took a TV job after winning the Super Bowl. I, he's got to look at that roster and go, what am I going to have for the next couple of years? And should I tough this out over the next couple of years? Still have Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, Cooper Cup is coming back. Or would I want to protect my brand? I'm a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. I'm hot right now. Could go right into the TV booth. There's been a lot of that talk, speculation. And I do think it's inevitable that John McVay will be a TV analyst at some point. But if you fall in love with Baker Mayfield, and stay with me on this, if Sean McVay looks at Baker Mayfield and goes, you know what? I think we can make this work. Now I have a young quarterback. If Matthew Stafford doesn't come back, or we're not as dependent on Matthew Stafford coming back, but if Sean McVay thinks he's got his quarterback, his next quarterback, I wonder if that's enough to keep him with the Rams. Stat of the day is always brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show, play of the day, stat of the day, poll question, all of that forthcoming. Operator Tyler standing by. This family takes turns turning heads, brains, beauty, and athleticism. All they need now for you to do is drive them off the lot. The Mercedes-Benz family of SUVs, a family of unrivaled vehicles waiting at your local dealer. Well, it's one of those Sunday mornings where it felt like it was event time. It, it was, you know, a, everybody was going to gather. They were going to watch one thing. And, you know, you're used to having the Premier League in the morning anyway or at least the soccer fans know that that's where you can find it on uh, Saturday and Sunday morning. 
But this became more of an event where you sort of remember where you're going to remember where you were, I think, watching the World Cup and decided on penalty kicks. It came down to what you wanted, the two best players in the world, or at least the GOAT status. Mbappe might be the best player in the world, but Messi on that stage did what you want great players to do. Both did. They came up with big plays, but uh, wonderful, spectacular. And just trying to gather all of that and understand it. And you don't have to be a soccer fan. It's just that. And you didn't even have to root for anybody because if you cared about drama, it was there. That was it. You're just watching. And I didn't care. I thought France was going to win. But, you know, as it went longer, I thought, oh, my God, Mbappe is going to steal this from Messi. And then Messi's going to steal it back. And then all of a sudden it came down to PKs and... Martinez was a better goalie, uh, but, you know, give Argentina credit. You know, you start out, it's 2-0, and then I go, God, is this how it's going to be? It's like, man, all right, I guess it's going to be a blowout. And then all of a sudden, bang, bang, and I go, okay, here we go. Wonderful, wonderful moments there. And I uh, thought Fox did a great job, camera work, getting, uh, you know, a lot of the reaction and uh, – there was certainly a lot of that, but it was it was fun, and uh, it's something that I'm I'm going to remember where I was, and I was watching probably with ten people there, but it ended right at twelve fifty five, just in time for Fox <laughs> to go. And here's the Cowboys and the Jaguars. See you later. You know that was it. All right, uh, poll question today. What are we uh, What are we going to have there, Todd? Uh, we got a couple. First one is after watching the World Cup final, I plan to start watching a little more soccer watch a lot more soccer, tune in four years from now for the next World Cup. <laughs> I think we ask this every World Cup when it's done. Uh, hey, you're going to watch it like every day for the last three weeks. <laughs> we got to watch more soccer. But that was super extra special. I thought I watched I've been watching like the entire start to finish up like the last three matches. Well, thank you. Which I never thought I would ever, ever do. But is that going to change your viewing pattern? I think it will. I personally would vote for start watching a little more soccer. I'm not like all in, but if I'm flipping around and I see a soccer match, I may watch it instead of immediately changing the channel. Yes, yeah, I'll be curious to know how uh, just the fact that it'll be in the United States in four years, how that changes, if it changes yeah. people's viewing habits. Yeah, Paul. Were you having some type of party? You said you were watching with 10 people. Was it crepes and kegs? What were you? What, what, you're a France fan. What was mm-hmm. going on there? No. Yep. Big get together. Yeah. I uh, just had some leftover uh, people at the house, and we all gathered and watched. I didn't go anywhere. Any yeah. hardcore soccer fans or casual? There's soccer? one. Oh, boy. There's one. I saw that luckily. Yeah, there's one. <laughs> but, you know, he would he would set us straight where I, I kept using the word soft throughout the entire World Cup when somebody would fall down and go, soft. And then he would say, no, 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 that was legitimate found there. But uh, he kept us correct in watching, making sure we knew exactly what was happening. But uh, it was wonderful. And uh, when you look at Mbappe, who's 23, as the future of the sport, and then Messi at that age, and you're thinking, this is, this is Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. And I kept thinking, can you answer? Can you answer? And... In the Super Bowl, Mahomes couldn't answer because you know his offensive line wasn't very good. But Mbappe answered, and and when it started to look pr- pretty bleak, he answered. But then Messi did as well. Here is the uh, final call as Argentina takes home the World Cup. Montero!
campeón del mundo! ¡Argentina campeón del mundo! ¡Argentina campeón del mundo! ¡Argentina campeón del mundo! Argentina champions of football, uh, Andres Cantor, the play-by-play for Telemundo, and uh, he is from Argentina. Yes, Paul. First of all, that was beautiful. And he, you know, that you, if you know anything about him, he's that's where he grew up. Uh, I would like to hear that for the end of the Super Bowl with you know Joe Buck. He's a, is he, didn't he grow up a Chiefs fan? Would be my guess. And you can imagine Joe Buck just an emotional mess of just screaming the Chiefs are the champs, Chiefs are the champs. Mm, mm. That'd be good, good TV. Yeah, no, it wouldn't. <laughs> that, that's kind of my point. <laughs> um. Yes, Tom. I was wondering the exact same thing listening to that. Is, has there ever been a time or would there ever be a time where someone would be crying during or at the end of the final call that they're making? Well, could there like, be something that big, as big as the Super Bowl is, even if no, the person No, but it's the country. It, it, he's from the country. I understand that. But even if, if someone's calling the Super Bowl and that's their favorite team growing up or they grew up there, I can never imagine anyone like be blubbering through the uh, final call of something like that. Well... I guess uh, Al Michaels on the call, do you believe in miracles? I mean. Which is different than, do you believe in miracles? (laughs) Ritzy, you're more emotional during a September Broncos game. That is true. Yeah. But I, you know, you got to understand the magnitude of it. And and that's why it's important for uh, Andres Cantor. And I don't think he hides his fandom there. And his country ended up winning. So I get it. And, uh. I'm not going to knock him on that, that he got that emotional. All right, uh, what other poll questions do we have there? The other thought was, which team had the roughest weekend? Some more obvious than others, but in alphabetical order. <laughs> Bucks, Colts, Commanders, Cowboys, France, through a soccer team in there, Patriots, Titans. Uh, wow. The Colts, you got to... I would have just put Matt Ryan on there, because those are the two worst come from behind wins or uh, losses in his position. In postseason history and regular season history. Commanders, I thought, got jobbed a little bit there. Uh, Cowboys, that's a ricochet off the receiver. It's not Dak Prescott's fault there. Uh, the Patriots, it's got to be the Patriots. It, that's, that's, that can't be explained. And when you're watching, and I'm thinking, wait, you guys are acting like you're behind, and we got a score. It's tied. And I, I was shocked. I'm thinking, okay, just go into overtime. And then all of a sudden, you know, if, if you're going to throw it back to somebody, not the least athletic guy on the field in <laughs> Mac Jones. Like, I'm, I'm going, wait, who are you throwing, and what's Mac going to do with it? Yes, Eden. I would almost say that it wasn't the Patriots who had the horse weekend. It was Bill Belichick. Because that he's the guy who's always like, uh, you know, well, situational football. We pride ourselves in that, this and that. And they clearly failed at that. Not to mention that their offense was terrible. But I did wonder, does Belichick say, if we get to a certain point, lateral? Or, hey, whatever happens, just run and we'll go into overtime? I, It felt like there had to be something said one way or another that – you know, we'll play for overtime, or hey, if you can make something happen, that would be great. Here is the call, the Raiders' call of Chandler Jones with his pick six. Mac Jones hands it off on a draw to Ramondre Stevenson, breaks out of a tackle at the 50, has the 45, breaks away from another tackle, pitches it backwards, and now Jacoby Myers spinning around. He throws it 
to Chandler Jones in midfield. And a step forward. Chandler Jones racing towards the end zone. He scores! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! On the first night of Hanukkah, it's a miracle in Las Vegas! Five games in Week 15 decided with a game-winning score on the final play. That's the most since Week 4 of 2018. That's the Raiders call. Raiders Nation, uh, 9.20 a.m. Here is the Patriots version of the call. Jones will give it to Stevenson. He started right. He runs it up the middle. Hit by Chandler. Jones slips and hit across the 45 with a stiff arm. Off a tackle at the 40. He lost the football. And Jacoby Myers picks it up. He circles back and he throws it across the field. Oh Jones God. is picked up by Chandler Jones. He breaks away to the 30. He runs to the 20. He runs to the 10. He runs to the end zone. Unreal. Touchdown. Come on. This might be one of the dumbest teams I've ever seen. <laughs> yes, it was. That's courtesy of uh, the Sports Hub Patriots Radio Network. Chandler Jones, former Patriot there. And I like how Mac Jones, you know, it's, it's you're trying to grab a hold of Goliath here, and Goliath's like, squish there for Mac Jones. Uh, Bill Belichick talked about the final play after the game. Well, uh, you know, unfortunately here today we had too many uh, – uh, just collectively, we made too many mistakes and you know gave up some big plays that that were obviously the difference in the game. So you know, just can't do that in this league, and and uh, and it cost us. So had to work to eliminate those and you know continue to play play the good football that we played, but we just had too many mistakes and too many bad plays to win. So that was obvious. On that final play, and it was yeah, a draw so, play. Was it, was it instinctive on Ramondre? Was he yeah. given the green light to pitch it yeah, if he had an opening? We made a mistake. On, you know, played it where he made a mistake on play. It's the right question, the follow-up question, because you want to know if Belichick said, "Hey, if you you know get a long gainer there, let's keep the play alive." But I think Belichick, and he does a very good job at protecting sometimes, and uh, I think he was protecting there in that situation. All right. Uh, any other poll questions we're considering, Todd? Uh, that's where we're oh, at That's right now. it. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, yeah, Paul. I, I know they shouldn't be on the poll question because they didn't lose, but if you're, the, if you're a Vikings fan, you're feeling good about this weekend, that you had to have the greatest comeback in NFL regular season history to beat the Colts. I don't know if I'd feel great. It was cool the last hour of the game. I don't know if I'd feel great. Well, there were uh, there were a lot of betters that liked the Colts, and you kept wondering, okay, are the Vikings for real? And we talked about this on Friday. I'm like, something's up here. And then I'm watching, and I'm going, uh, the Colts are blowing them out. Like, this is embarrassing. And then all of a sudden, they start to chip away a little bit. Then, you know, whatever made you successful to get to 33 to nothing, then you stop doing what, you know, helped you do that. You had three points in the second half. And Vikings did come up with some big plays. But then you start to look at it and go, how did you get down 33 where you did need the comeback? Which was incredible. Well, okay, what was crazier? The Vikings and, or the, uh, the Patriots? 
the Vikings what they did or what the Patriots or that the Raiders did? What's more impressive? I would say the Vikings, but then you also have to factor in what they didn't do in the first half of that game. But the Raiders, you know, I don't know what Chandler Jones is doing because he's probably back, you know, just waiting all right, for overtime. Come on, tackle that guy. And all of a sudden you see the ball in the air. He's grabbing it. Mac Jones is like, I got to try to bring this guy down. Not going to happen. That stiff arm was hilarious. <laughs> like he was blessing him. It's like he's praying for him. Mushed him into heal. the ground. Yeah. You were heal. Heal you. Heal you. By the way, uh, Todd is here. Paulie's here. Marv's here. Seaton joining us from his home, still uh, recovering. You can still vote on the most valuable, least valuable, most improved, least improved Danette. And uh, Thursday at the end of the show, we will make the official announcements there. When we come back, one of the great writers in America, Wright Thompson, who's done a deep dive on Messi and uh, the importance of this World Cup to Messi's reputation as uh, the GOAT, maybe getting out from underneath the Maradona uh, shadow. Ross Tucker from Westwood One. Ross was on the call for the Vikings game. He'll join us coming up. We're uh, just getting started. Glad you're part of the program. We're back after this Dan Patrick show. It's getting to be that time of the year, coming to uh, the year's end, and you got to get ready for 2023. Don't wait until 2023 to take care of your health. M-Drive supplements formulated specifically for men. They support healthy testosterone, energy, strength, overall health. M-Drive's not one of those companies that tries to make you feel bad about yourself, and then promises to fix everything. M-Drive's for motivated guys who want to feel their best and have the energy to do what they love. There's no magic pill that'll make you feel 20 again, but if you're driven to put in the time, M-Drive's clinically tested ingredients will help you go that extra mile. You want to start a new hobby, clean out the garage, just have energy ready to go into the new year. To uh, help you go into 2023, M-Drive giving you 20% off with the coupon code DAN at mdrivedan.com. Top-selling M-Drive products are also available in stores like Rite Aid and Sprouts. Now's the time to get started. 20% off more energy, uh, strength, and drive. Use the code DAN at mdrivedan.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The original light beer, 1975. Miller Lite. Yeah, the original. Yeah, 1975. Perfect companion for uh, us grill masters across the United States. This past weekend, even Mother's Day, I'm treating myself while I'm treating my wife for Mother's Day. Out there cooking, and I've got my Miller Lite, my friend, right there with me. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. It's, you can't debate it. I would try it. I would no, lose. you can't. Taste as great as the barbecue you're making. The beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. It tastes like a beer. Less filling. Only 96 calories. With a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It 
It tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Tonight, it's the Rams and the Packers. I am curious about what Sean McVay thinks of Baker Mayfield and this little audition window here the next couple of weeks. And could he fall in love with Baker Mayfield and go, all right, I do have a quarterback who's going to be around for a little bit longer. Maybe he takes a break. Maybe he goes into coaching. We've seen that. that uh, that's been the pattern with this, you know, some of these guys. Go in. And then if you're Bill Cower, you go, why would I ever leave TV? This is great. Jimmy Johnson. There are certain guys who realize this isn't too bad. All right. We'll get to phone calls coming up, as we always do every Monday. Best and worst of the weekend. Wright Thompson has a story about uh, Lionel Messi and his relationship with his hometown, and it's in uh, The Cost of These Dreams. That's a collection that uh, Wright uh, has written. Stories on Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, uh, Ted Williams, Messi, the greatest of all time untold stories and the cost of their greatness. That is available. Uh, When that first came out, Wright uh, came on and thanked us because it uh, went to number one on the uh, New York (laughs) Times bestseller list. Well, you know, I mean, your fans are, uh, I mean, I hope you send out Christmas cards because people evidently love you because they do whatever you say. <laughs> uh, but no, I appreciate it. How are you doing this morning, Dan? I'm doing great. I did think of you, and you did such a deep dive on Messi and trying to understand the importance of this. Uh, Maradona, that shadow, two different personalities, and... Um, what did you take away, or what were you taking away from this World Cup, Messi-related? I mean, I was watching last night thinking that uh, – or watching yesterday morning, I apologize – just thinking that – I don't know, this sounds weird and slightly overdramatic, but, I mean, I think it's true that he had bought his way back home. That I mean, for people who don't know, he's from a, a town called Rosario in Argentina, and he uh, left when he was 12 or 13 years old. And the reason he left is – Messi would not be Messi were it not for medical intervention. Like he needed a regimen of growth hormone, or they said he was going to end up being, you know, very, very, very shorter than he is now. And uh, the club that he played for in Argentina or the Argentinian Football Federation refused his family's begs, frankly, to pay for this. And Barcelona stepped up and was like, we got it. And he moved to Barcelona and became Leo Messi. And so there are two things going on. One, when he needed his hometown most, they weren't there. And then on the other side, uh, people I'd like just idolized Diego Maradona. And you just couldn't have two different figures than sort of quiet, graceful, brilliant, uh, uh, messy and wild, out of control, uh, Maradona and, you know, not to deal in generalities, but, you know, Maradona very closely fit into the national id of Argentina. 
in the way that anybody that's sort of a gunslinger in America evokes sort of the great American myth. That's why we loved Brett Favre. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Maradona fit into that and Messi didn't. And, you know, there, in an, in Spain, they thought he was Argentinian. In Argentina, they thought he was Spanish. And he was just a man without a home. His style. You know, you see Mbappe, you know, he, he is, that's raw athleticism. He's, he's, he attacks, he's an animal. But Messi is sort of that water torture that here it comes, here it comes, here it comes, here it comes. It just keeps, keeps, keeps. And then all of a sudden the faucet opens there. But how would you in your eloquent, eloquent way uh, describe him? Well, you know, it, it, the thing I keep thinking about is the player he was yesterday was not who he was at the very beginning. I mean, there were flashes of it. But, you know, if you go on YouTube and, and, and search Messi doesn't dive, you will see these incredible moments of athleticism and he's just a guy who at the end of the day like all of those athletes that we admire whether it's jordan or tom brady or whomever uh he wanted to win and as you know age and time caught up with him he changed his game to still be able to play and you know that guy on that field i mean first of all no one should have lost that game that might be the best game i've ever watched in my life and we were screaming at our television and uh but that guy who walked off that field of Victor uh, earned that, you know, and in, in like a very real way that I found deeply emotional that like he earned that. And I'm watching and, and I, I get to do this all the time. I don't know about you, right? I'm just rooting for what's the great story. Didn't matter if yes. France or Argentina won because it was going to be a great story either way. But to watch with people who don't have a rooting interest because the drama was what the rooting interest was. And just, do we have that in college? I mean, any sport here that comes close to capturing that? You know, I'm sure that, I'm sure there is. I'm sure it's very siloed and regional. I mean, it's hard to find something that matters where the morality play is writ so large, you know? And also there's, you know, I just love to listen to the soccer announcers because, you know, the, I mean, the way American sports are commentated, it's very much like, you know, there's the mic in the pipe and he's trying to keep a high line and the quarterback's going through his progressions and here's the safety blitz coming through the A gap and just, you know, and then the soccer announcer is, they are overcoming the ghost of the generals. You know, it's just like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, we need some of that. Like, I, I don't need to know what the defense is, you know, tell me what it means. And so, I mean, some of that is just the way the sport exists in the consciousness of the people who love it. Uh, but no, I mean, the drama was incredible. I mean, I watched it with my mother who couldn't care less. And when the penalty kick started, she got up and left the room and I'm like, where are you going? <laughs> and she said, those are all somebody's baby and I can't watch this. Oh. <laughs> I'm wondering the personality of Messi that sometimes you'll see somebody on the field and then they're different off the field. A lot of times they are. And I don't know what that personality is uh off the field and on the field if they if they intersect at any point you know it, it's uh you know there's a great story uh uh an espn journalist named sam borden wrote i think he wrote i don't know if, remember if he wrote it for us or for the new york times who he used to work for but he went to argentina and sort of went through messi's life and one of the things that was so interesting is you almost wish all those people in argentina who said, oh, he doesn't love his country, could have seen this because he was living an Argentinian life in a Spanish city. You know, he was very 
you know, he's married to someone he grew up with and uh, he has friends who moved over there with him. There's an Argentinian butcher nearby where he buys all of his meat. You know, so he was living essentially in this kind of Argentinian exile a long, long way from home. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's it, there's a reason he hasn't been in the tabloids like Diego Maradona with, you know, uh, a wrecked Porsche and an eight ball. You know, I mean, like like I, he's a guy who wants to be great at this one thing and is great at it. Yeah. And I, I once he won, I, I thought, is this it? Like, are you are you now able to go to the MLS? Let's say, could you see could you see Messi doing that? You know, it's interesting. I, I certainly thought well, that's it. He's going to rise right off into the sunset. I saw a news story this morning that he isn't retiring from the national team. I mean, I don't think he'll make it another World Cup cycle. But uh, you know, the narratives we want for these guys very often isn't the narrative they want for themselves. You know. Uh, uh, Tom Brady wants the moment, not the way all those moments are strung together in some sort of, you know, like, I think they're chasing a feeling. And you know, you know a lot more, you know, great athletes than I do, but everybody I've ever talked to, uh, they don't miss, I mean, they miss the feeling that you can't ever get back of what it's like when it matters that much and it's on you. And nothing in his life will ever, ever replace this. And so I, I imagine that you know, there some great writer, I can't remember who now, said, you know, great athletes die twice. You know, great men die twice. And I think that certainly applies to athletes. And, uh, you know, at least it, it's an indication that he's self-aware that he didn't just bite on the narrative and run off into the sunset, that he knows himself. But, you know, he's 35, I think, which in soccer terms is 109. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, it's like dog years. What are you working on next? Man, I am writing a uh, profile. I, when I get off of this, it's what I'm going to go back to doing. I'm writing about Joe Montana. And I've spent an, a lot of time with Joe Montana out in San Francisco. And uh, I hope to be able to give you a story about him that feels like you didn't know anything in it. And uh, I mean, I don't, you know, I'm very, very excited about it. And uh, Joe and Jennifer Montana are uh, are lovely, interesting people, and I'm, I'm very excited about that. Give me a nugget here. Well, uh, when his uh, he, he had a house in Napa, and there were those wildfires several years ago, and uh, they came. You know, they basically said you got a chance to come out here and save some stuff because the fire's coming for your house. And they went out, and you know that's where all was football stuff was. And they went in, they didn't grab any of the football stuff. All they grabbed were uh, uh, albums of photographs and pictures off the wall of the kids. They grabbed all of the kids' artwork that had that had sort of stuck up, you know, stacked up over the years. And then they were about to leave and they're like, oh my God. And they went back in and got all of the Screaming Eagle Cabernet. <laughs> can't, can't, can't leave that. I mean, we're not animals. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I don't need any memorabilia, but I am not leaving 14 cases of Screaming Eagle to burn. <laughs> great, great to talk to you as always. Uh, happy holidays. Always. Hope the girls are good. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Dan. That's right, Thompson. The book is The Cost of These Dreams. And I've been around these athletes, obviously, from the start of their career to the end of their career. But when you read something that you had not heard before, that's when you know you're reading 
somebody who's a great writer and curious, and that's what write is. Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, Ted Williams, Lionel Messi, uh, the greatest of all time in the untold stories, the cost of their greatness. Uh, if you want to pick that up. All right, we'll get to phone calls coming up. Did we settle on the poll question, Toddler? We did. We asked uh, who had the uh, worst weekend, and we had the Colts, the Commanders. We actually added Matt Ryan and Bill Belichick to the list of teams mm. that were uh, questionable. So we changed it from which team to who, so we can get a couple specific players in there. And the Cowboys are on that list, the aren't Cowboys they? Cowboys are. Which leads us to Shay and Irving, who joins us now. Hi, Shay. Danny. Where do you point this the blame? All over the damn field, Danny. All over the field. This defense is in shambles. Dan freaking Quinn might want to update his resume and focus on second-half adjustments instead of what job he wants next year. That was offensive to me as a football fan. The last play wasn't on Dak Prescott. There, Here we go. There, Here we no, go. it did the, hit the, 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 it, okay. it hit the right. receiver. It hit the receiver in his hand. Oh, you got to be kidding. I forgot I called into the Dak Apology Tour. I'm no, so happy no, that I did. I am not a Dak Apologist. I am a reasonable human being. Well, I'm not, Danny. Okay? <laughs> I know you're not. Third uh, and ten. Third and ten. All you need is a first down. All you need is a first down. Jacksonville has one timeout left. You run a freaking fade to Noah Brown. Jacksonville holds on to that timeout. That's the ball game, Danny. That's the whole game. That's it. Anything else? I can't do this. Okay. this first round exit is tattooed all over him, Danny. <laughs> this is just like the Green Bay game. You can't go up this much and give up the lead. You can't do this. Two teams that are going to be nowhere near the playoffs, and you lose both of them. First round exit. Tattooed all over him, Danny. Shay is uh, on the podcast, Dan Patrick Takes a Gamble, with Bad Larry, Dylan, our graphics guy. How did you do gambling-wise this weekend, Shay? I went over in the NFL. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> That's hard to do, but congratulations. We all have our talents, Danny. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll talk to you on Thursday. Whatever, Danny. That is Shay and Irving. And there's certain things you think of. I'm thinking of Wright Thompson. He wrote, you know, this chapter on Messi after Messi wins the World Cup. I'm watching the Cowboys, and it seems like such a harmless play with Dak Prescott. And it's like, wait a minute, how the defensive back get the ball? He's go they're gonna. It's a pick six. It's over. And then when you're watching the Patriots, you're like, okay, just. I guess they're building up some stats here, running it down, and then all of a sudden there's one lateral, and then there's the second lateral, and then you realize the Raiders are going to win this one. And I will say this about Jacoby Myers. And I've, I've been there covering events where there is a highest of highs, but then their lowest of lows when the ball goes through Bill Buckner's legs in 1986, or Mitch Williams gives up the home run to Joe Carter. Jacoby Myers sat there after the game and answered the questions and talked about what he was trying to do on that final play. Was the, was the plan to lateral the ball? No, nah, just, nah, just trying to do too much. Trying to be a hero, I guess. Call it kind of. I didn't see the dude back there trying to throw the ball. Like I said, I was just doing too much. You know what I'm saying? I should have just went down the ball. I'm assuming you knew the score was tied yeah. at that point. And was there any communication? No, you know, like, no that was just a, that was a, There was no communication? No, no, no. I promise you, that was just me trying to make a play. Yeah. Sat there and answered. 
And I always re- I have great respect for that. You know, Eckersley gave up the home run. Kurt Gibson, you got to sit there and you got to take the heat. Bill Buckner, ball went through his legs and he sat there and answered all those questions. We've seen it. Yeah, more. Is that the most dramatic event you've ever been to? The Buckner game? Oh, my God. It's up there. Yeah. But, but you know, to be there when Jordan hits the shot to beat the Utah Jazz, to be at those some of those Super Bowls with comebacks, it's just when you get to a, a big stage and you're watching, you're watching, you want great players to be great, make plays. You don't want somebody to back into something. Or, you know, you didn't do well, but your team did, and you're going to get credit. You, you want the guy with the ball. You want the guy who's going to be swinging, guy who's going to be throwing, guy who's going to be running, whatever it is. But there's always the other side of that. Joe Carter wins the World Series. Well, Mitch Williams served up the pitch. And he sat there and took it. Bill Buckner. Now, the Red Sox did have another another game to play, but Bill did sit there and answer all those questions. And I had great respect for that. All right, let me take a break. Play of the Day is coming up next. Then we'll get to your phone calls, as we always do on Monday. Best and worst of the weekend. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Oh my God. The play of the day. This is the play of the day. 
check this out. Mac Jones hands it off on a draw to Ramondre Stevenson. Breaks out of a tackle at the 50. Has the 45. Breaks away from another tackle. Pitches it backwards. And now Jacoby Myers spinning around. He throws it to Chandler Jones in midfield. And a step forward. Chandler Jones racing towards the end zone. He scores! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Courtesy of Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. Play of the day, play of the day brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook, same game parlays. Pocket more cash when you combine multiple bets from one game. Download the app. Sign up with the code Patrick. Get a special offer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Paulie had a bet and he had a same game parlay. You had the Dolphins who were going to cover with the points. And you had the under betting on the weather. Yeah, I felt really good about this bet. You know, the Dolphins to cover. I think it was seven and a half I got it at, which was great. It went to seven. And the overrun, I think, was around 43. And I was betting on the weather early in the week. And mm. it did not come through the weather. I think it was 7-3 at the end of the first quarter. I felt pretty good about it. Then the over just flew through. The weather didn't really hit till the fourth quarter. Keep your head down. I felt good about it, though. Yeah. You know, I lost five hundred. Uh, Seattle at Kansas City on Saturday, Cincinnati at New England on Saturday, Philadelphia at Dallas on Saturday. Should be a lot of fun with those matchups here as we go to the final three weeks. You do have Green Bay and the Rams coming up tonight. Dave in Arkansas leads us off. Hi, Dave. They call me Pittsburgh (laughs) Dave, and this weekend is precisely why I do not bet on football you had so many weird things this weekend you just I, I can't do it you know so I mean I mean between the 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 Colts blowing it what happened to Dallas I mean the Kansas City overtime because of play in Houston I mean and then the Patriots oh my no no I mean I'm sure I'm sure that Raiders raid that one had to kill a lot of people but I want to get in uh, most valuable and uh, best and worst. Okay, hurry up. Okay, best uh, best of the weekend. Uh, finally, uh, finally a decent week of football nirvana. Steelers win, Cowboys lose, and worse after two and a half years. After two and a half years, I finally get COVID this weekend. Um, most valuable, Danette. I don't know if y'all know anything about wolves, but everybody, of course, knows the alpha wolf. But there's also the Omega Wolf, who's at the bottom, and that makes the hierarchy of everybody. Everybody's got to have somebody to pick on. That's Todd. Todd's our man. Most valuable that Ed goes to Todd. All right. Thank you, Dave. Whew. How you feeling about this, uh, Todd? Most valuable, least valuable? I like the way he posed that. That was okay. an interesting way to look at the, uh, the race there. Uh, by the way, I've, I've labeled the play with the Patriots. Lateral damage. Oh, lateral damage. Nice. You okay with that? Yeah. Lateral damage. It really hurts. It wasn't just a standalone game. Yeah. Lateral damage there. Super Bowl odds. It's the Bills and then the Eagles, then the Chiefs, the Niners, the Bengals, and uh, the Cowboys are still in there. Yes, Paul? How are you feeling today if you're a Chiefs fan about this weekend? They, they play a lot of close ones. They do. They don't blow people out. And Mahomes was unbelievable yesterday. At one point, I think he had completed 20 consecutive passes. It's just, it feels like they need everything that he does. 
because they got to hold on. And the Texans, you know, that's they, they played the Cowboys tough and they played the Chiefs tough. Yes, Eden. Yesterday was a little bit of like a for Patrick Mahomes. Hey, as long as the rest of you guys don't screw this up, we're going to win. <laughs> Uh, Mahomes completed 36 of 41 passes. That is uh, the single highest completion percentage in NFL history with any player attempting at least 40 passes. 87, almost 88% completion. Yes, Paul. The Texans. Whoa, oh, 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 well, okay. Darius Rucker. Sneak him in. That of the day, that of the day. Here comes that of the day, yes, that of the day, that of the day. Here comes the stat of the day. Uh, Ross Tucker will join us next hour. He was on the call with the Vikings game against the Colts. Paulie has a quick quarterback quiz for us. You ready? Yes. Okay, Justin Fields for the Bears this year. He's not throwing a lot, but he's running a lot. He's having a great rushing season as a quarterback. But he's averaging about 157 passing yards per game, which is really, really low, like all-time low. Mm-hmm. Going back to 2000, kind of the passing era, mm-hmm. which quarterback had the fewest passing yards per game in a season where he started every game for his team? Fewest passing yards per game of a guy who started all 16 games, 17 in Justin Fields' case. Mm. Who wants a piece of this Ooh. one? I'll give you a hint. Mm. The second all-time is David Carr of the Texans, 155 a game. Third all-time is Kyler Bowler, Kyle Bowler of the Ravens. These are guys who didn't have good careers. This quarterback had a very good career, very entertaining quarterback. Yes, Mark. Michael Vick? Michael Vick is correct. In 2006, he averaged 155 passing yards per game, the lowest all-time, actually in the past 20 years. Yeah, I don't know how you feel if you're a Bears fan where you go, man, you know, our we got a great runner. He's our quarterback, but we got a great run. They have a couple of great runners there. That's what stood out. When I watched Dallas, I kept thinking, okay, they're killing you on the on the on the ground. And you're not getting to Trevor Lawrence. And I kept thinking, okay, when's that Dallas defense? We put pressure on you and I mean they gave up almost two hundred yards rushing to Jacksonville. And when you're averaging seven yards a carry, now you're saying to Trevor Lawrence, you can go to line of scrimmage, do whatever you want, because we've given you that luxury here. And Trevor Lawrence has looked really good. Jags have looked really good since uh, Halloween. Uh, Nathan in Iowa. Hi, Nate. Best and worst of the weekend. Hey, Dan. How we doing? Good, bud. Hey, uh, 5'11", uh, softer than I care to admit, 235. Um, first time, long time. First off, you guys are great. Uh, thanks for all you do. Uh, my day's not complete whenever you guys you know, miss the show. Well, thank you. Uh, best of the weekend and worst of the weekend was my Minnesota Vikings. I've been a fan of for over 25 years. Uh, my wife and I, along with our eight-month-old daughter, we made our trip up to Minneapolis for our first ever NFL game this weekend. And my worst of the weekend, can you guess what it was? Uh, the we first half. Of... Daughter and we... <laughs> oh, did you and leave at halftime? Half time. Oh! Yes, we did. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> worst moment of her life. Oh, Nathan, your daughter's already got a best and worst of the weekend as well. Hey, we went to that game. Really? We left at halftime. Ah, you didn't miss much. 
We'll talk to Ross Tucker about that finish in Minnesota coming up. One more item as we close that hour one, that time of the year, this time of the year, the holiday spirit. When you throw down on NBA action, it's got to be with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL, and new customers can bet just $5 free game money line on any NBA team to win the game. And then you get $150 in free bets if they do. Plus, everyone can combine multiple bets for an even bigger payout. It's DraftKings Same Game Parlays. Download the app, use the code PATRICK, place a $5 pre game money line bet on any NBA team to win. Get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code Patrick only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Fritzy? 21 and over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus issued as free bets. Eligibility and terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 